Welcome to The Movement with your host, Shannon D. Hughes. In your life, do you celebrate the downfalls along with the peaks? You should. These define you as the person you are and help you learn your way to personal success. Now, here is the host of The Movement, Shannon D. Hughes. Can you believe that there are 82 days left in the year? And if you haven't made any movements by now, you need to get moving right now because today is October the 10th. And I have a powerful guest coming on in a little bit here. And she's going to talk about the movements in her life. Uh, And remember, the movement is about sharing ups and downs, the pitfalls, victories and what is to come and the stories that connect the human spirit. And my guest today will exact will definitely do that. Let me talk talk. About the phone number first, 866-472-5795. If you have a uh, question or comments for my guest today, 866-472-5795 International. I keep saying it every week. We keep growing. We had Australia and we had Switzerland check in this uh, this last week as well. I appreciate that. 001-480-398-1405. Email the show, Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. I have been very blessed and highly favored every day, but uh, definitely this past year as I've gotten to travel around the country a little bit. And my next guest today, I have I got to meet her in person. It was interesting because it seemed like the minute we made eye contact, it was just an instant connection there. I got to hear her speak a little bit at a big networking event out in Los Angeles. And she is going to be my guest today because according to her, there is always a way out. After suffering from a devastating illness, loss of a good friend, most people would actually succumb to this. But my guest and friend today did not do that. After leaving a Fortune 500 company, she started out on her own, and she's out there making a difference in the world. Again, there's always a way out, according to my guest today, Renee Reich. Welcome to the movement. How are you? I am great, Shannon. So happy to be with you. I am like coming out of my skin. I'm, I'm going to tell you, when you were doing the intro, I thought about exactly what you said this morning before I even got on here, that we made immediate eye contact that was a connection right away I thought the same thing and then there you go saying it <laughs> it was, it was hila- think alike. It, it was hilarious because I, I just remember uh, having a bit at that networking event we just you just walked across the room we just locked eyes I said come here Renee and we just you just walked over and we just you know hit it off really well and I told you then I needed you on the show because I had heard some of the things about you so I don't even want to delay this any longer so Let's talk about Renee, young Renee. See, you grew up in New Jersey, is that correct? Yes, I'm a transplant from New Jersey, yes. Talk about your childhood in New Jersey. Wow, talk about that. Yeah, it was a long time. Um, You know, you never anticipate moving. It's like your childhood. You, You go up there, you have this beautiful home, half acre of land, and, you know, there were, there were swing sets out there. We played football out there. I was, uh, I'm one of three kids, the other two are brothers, so it was, uh, mm-hmm. my dad always picked me for his team. <laughs> he wanted to make sure <laughs> that I was, I was okay, and uh, it was great. It was just a lot of fun, and going into um, my senior year, which is a devastating time, is when we got word that my dad was being transferred from his job out to California, and when we first started hearing about it, I'm like, oh, there's no way that's going to happen. I'll, you know, I'll be in college. It won't even affect me, and then it was getting closer and closer, and then it was like, right. oh, my gosh. <laughs> my senior year in, in high school before going to college is when it happened. It was, it was a really tough time, 
but something I will share is, and I, it's kind of a fun fact for your listeners, and maybe you don't even know this. I have a mm-hmm. twin brother. No. So that, yeah. <laughs> they got another no. girl, another one like me. Holy cow. Yeah. So uh, he, he, the only thing that we're similar is um, our skin tone is, is very similar. But other than that, I'm like about five, two and a half on a good day. <laughs> and he's like six, <laughs> six foot uh, two, I think. Uh, he's, he's very tall. I've got his eyes. He's got green eyes. Everybody else, my parents and my older brother, our older brother, are very dark uh, complected, like, you know, very olive tone, dark hair, you know, brown eyes. And then here we are, <laughs> the, the twins wow. with the light colored hair and the, and the light eyes. Yeah. But my, my dad is one of six kids and yeah, he's got some, uh, some lightness in his, you know, his brothers and sisters who are now in heaven. Uh, so, but uh, there was some of the light skin there. So that's where we got it. Wow. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you knew this. I have a twin brother as well, so I am not joking, actually. So, yeah, that's amazing. That's that's funny. I have some friends listening that are laughing. Shannon, you need to tell her. Yes, I have a twin brother as well. His name is Terrence. So, um, so yeah, so no another, connection that, that, another connection that we've made today. That's funny. So talk oh about... Oh, my goodness, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's funny. So talk about your move when you got to California. Now, typically, that's a that's a... East Coast to West Coast. That's, you know, come on. That's a long way away. So talk about the adjustments uh, moving from East Coast, uh, East Coast to West Coast. What, 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 that like, what was that like for you and your family? It was, it was tough on me. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm pretty outgoing gal. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. It was, it, I, you know, when I moved here, it wasn't like a move. I would write letters home this, that this wasn't my home and that I missed my friends. It was, I went into a depression of sorts because, I would be in my room and just, just, you know, really sad and crying. I, was, I just wanted to be back with the people I grew up with. I mean, imagine your senior year going into high school. And we had some, my mom and dad, these amazing friends, because some of my mom's friends literally offered my brother and I to stay with them for the year, that last year in high school. My, my parents didn't want us to be separated from them for that whole time. And so as nice as it was, for people to say, we'll take your kids for a year. That, that was kind of a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't. But what my parents did do, and I will never forget this, and will always be grateful to them, for our graduation gift, they gave my brother and I luggage. I remember his was brown and mine was burgundy. And a, t- a ticket back east to the graduation parties. And so mm. we would be a part of it. Yeah, my wow. brother, as a matter of fact... Ironically, he was even written up in the ceremony. My God, that happened. So it was really <laughs> like we were a part of that whole thing. You know, that's the biggest hurrah, right, of, of your senior year is, is graduating and going to those parties and being part of that. And we were. So it was, it was really a, a cool thing to be able to be there during that time. Renee Rice is my that guest was, today. Yeah. Um, that, now, that seems like, seems like I, I don't need to, I'm, I'm not going to assume, but it just sounds like you and your family were pretty, pretty close. And I assume you still are, correct? We are indeed. You're right. We're very close. And I'm, I'm grateful to be able to only live about 35 minutes from my parents. I've got one brother in L.A. and one in Denver. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we're, we're all still close no matter what the distance is. The heart is what bonds people together. So we're, we're a very close-knit family. 
Absolutely. I love it. All right. So let's talk about Renee. So she's getting a little bit older now and graduated. With a bat- <laughs> I don't like it. Don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I, I, I was a little pensive in saying that. But so Renee gets a little older now and she she graduated with a Bachelor of Arts degree in psychology. Talk about that and how that's kind of maybe started you on your path. Well, tell, tell me what that was like graduating with your Bachelor of Arts and, and journeying forward. Yeah, so I, you know, I went to San Diego State University for those Aztecs out there, uh, and I really, you know, I loved it. What I always loved was, was people. I, I'm a huge people person, and psychology was, you know, about people and, and how they think, and the irony of this whole thing was you have to take all these, obviously, psychology courses when you're a major in it, and the thing, the one course that I really didn't do well at was abnormal psychology. I got psychology of personality. I did well. All these other psychology classes I did really well. But the abnormal mm-hmm. piece I, I didn't get to well. I had to study extra hard on that one. But uh, it, was, it was just a really, really great time that I was there. And it was, I chose that school, although I was uh, you know, accepted into others because it was my first time away from home. And it was kind of one of those schools where it was you know, far enough to be away, but close enough to go back and go home. Yes. And, you know, like every kid does with their laundry and, and a good meal. <laughs> so I was able to do that. Hi, hi, mom. I'm home with laundry. I have people who had their cars down there driving back up to Orange County, and I'd get a ride with them because uh, I didn't have a car down there. And they were always kind enough to take me when they were coming up, and they lived in the area not far from my parents. I would come up with them and visit for a weekend, you know, along the way of the school year. So it was it was nice, but I did love uh, psychology, and that was just, again, with people, just loving people, loving connecting with people and loving being around people and, and learning about them, what makes right. people tick. And, and um, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting because when I was out in California and then, you know, I, I went into sales pretty much right away because that's one of those industries where, guess what, it's all people. <laughs> it's all yes. people-related. That's my love. So even though people say, well, how come you didn't look into psychology? Well, I think I did because when you deal with people, it's all about psychology. Yes. You know, how people think, how they, their behaviors are, and, and how you interact with them. It's not, you know, it's, it's that whole dynamic. So it was just um, something that I really, I believe I take with me every day. I don't analyze people for sure, you know, but right. I just accept people for who they are. But I think um, having a background in Bachelor of Arts and Sciences and Psychology is something that I think something that catapulted me into what I really love. And and again, that's that's just being around people. So that's what I did. Yeah. We are. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's okay. Uh, we are, well, you are listening to my friend Renee Reese today uh, here on The Movement, 866-472-5795. Renee, we have about three minutes before the great break. Can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, when you, after so you got your degree in psychology, talk just a t- quickly about, you know, you went into the workforce. Um, I don't know this or not, and I'll let you answer here in a few minutes we have before the break. Um, was your job psychology related? Obviously, you deal with people all the time, or was it totally something different than what you got your degree in, and what what was the adjustment like? So it was, again, having a Bachelor of Arts in Science and Psychology, it's dealing with people. So I went into sales, and I had little sales jobs here and there before my next big job in a sales area was with a Fortune 500 company where I spent 25 years. And Mm -hmm. again, it's not a psychology... uh, position, but it is when you're in sales because you're always 
you know, meeting new people every day. It's a revolving door because it was mm-hmm. retail. And when you have retail, it is always new people coming in every single day. That's what was exciting about it. And that's what I really loved about the retail world and having that different dynamic with people every single day and different managers that you would work with because everyone had a different schedule. And even your associates had different schedules. So it was always new and fresh and exciting. That's awesome. Renee Rishi is my guest today, 866-472-5795. Just one last question before we go to the break and really quickly here. Um, Were you, and you say you were there 25 years, was it, let's say the initial impression, was it all it was cracked up to be? Was it, you know, kind of, yeah, I'm just kind of here to make a pit stop? Or were you really excited about it? When you started it, and then it just kind of phased out. Give me, give me a little background on that before we go to the break here. Okay, so it, it's you know anything that's new to me is exciting. Um, it's that new energy that comes into your your life and how you right. put your energy into that area. So it was really exciting, and I I went into management after about 16, 15 years um, there, and then before that it was all sales. I was kind of working my way up the corporate ladder as one you know, strive to do in any job. And, uh, and I did just that, just, uh, you know, being a specialist and, and doing different things and being in charge of different areas. It was just fun. It was fun and exciting. And uh, when you, you do well in sales, they want you to spread your wings into other areas. And then I went into a management program after about 15 years and there's the, uh, the other 10 that made it 25. So it was just a lot of fun and just an exciting time. I love it. All right, Renee, we are up against our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk. I'm going to ask maybe a few more questions about the job. Then we're going to talk about the part that I mentioned during your introduction about you getting ill. And I want to talk about what that illness was, how that, you know, how that affected you and your family and how you came out of that, because that's what the movement is about, connecting the human spirit. So we will be back with my very special friend and guest, Renee Reese, here on the movement, 866-472-5795. We will be right back right after this. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at SDHughesEnterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. 866-472-5795, international 001-480-398-1405 for my guest today, Renee Reich. And uh, before I move forward, I do, I'm very embarrassed. I should have did this at the top of the show. I do, I probably speak for Renee when I say this. I want to send my prayers and thoughts to everybody over there on the East Coast of the United States, especially down in the Florida, down there with the hurricane that's just been unleashed down there. It seems like every time one dissipates, another one um, seems to pop up. So I am sending my thoughts and prayers to everybody down there. And But that's the thing about the human spirit. We'll overcome this. We will band together and help those out of this tragedy. So I just wanted to bring that up as well. So we are here with my, ge- my guest, Renee. And, and Renee, just before the break, we were talking about you being at your job and you gave us a little brief description about it say you said 25 years so let me ask this renee was the 25 years you being there and again this obviously this varies depending on who you ask but for your journey was the 25 years necessary or was it like i i i had to stay there did you and like it was that's a long time to commit to anything so was the 25 years more of a, well, I'm, I'm just comfortable and then maybe the last couple of years I wanted to transition out or was it, I know this is kind of a pit stop, but it wound up being 25 years and then I decided to move on. Give me, give me some detail on that if you don't mind. Absolutely. Great question, Shannon. So, you know, I went into it because I was looking for something, again, a people kind of a job and my brother on the one that was in L.A., suggested this. It was, it was back in the day, and here I'm going to date myself, but here goes. It was, it was Bullock. And I remember him telling me he had stopped in there, the one I'm down at South Coast in uh, Orange County, South Coast Plaza, and he said that they were hiring for the Christmas season. And I was doing my own thing at the time, like early on in, in the cosmetic world. And, I, and he said, you know, why don't you check this out? It's Christmas. It'll be some you know, extra income for you. I said, okay. So I went down there and 
they hired me, and I remember my first job, it was a Christmas hire there at Tosco's Plaza in the men's shirt and tie department. And I'm like, this is kind of fun. I mean, I didn't know it was going to be something that turned into 25 years later, <laughs> quarter of a century, oh my gosh. And um, I just figured I would do that for a little bit, you know, it's just through Christmas. And mm-hmm. then I did really, really well. And the manager, of course, he saw someone doing really well and connecting with the customer. So he asked if, you know, I wanted to stay on. I said, heck yeah. But I remember during that time, here I'm going to date myself once again. Um, <laughs> I was with my mom and dad in Las Vegas at mm-hmm. Caesar's Palace. And we had answering machines. <laughs> it wasn't a cell phone. Oh. It was a flip the answer machine. And I remember getting home and there were like all these messages from the department manager for me to call him, and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's been calling me, and I didn't call back, and I was always, you know, I, I got all panicked, and I finally called back, and I said, oh, I'm sorry, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't, you know, home, and anyway, so of course, now we have cell phones, much different technology, and it grand, <laughs> so, uh, you know, then I, so I, you know, got hired on, and I, I stayed, and again, to your point, 25 years, I had no idea. I ended up going from the shirt and tie department, then I was asked by the senior management to go into um, the men's polo department, so I was in the men's store, so um, they had a men's store then, and they still do, actually, it's Macy's Men, and so I was there, and then um, I went into the home world uh, after several years working in men's, and they were starting a home department, and they came to me and said, hey, would you be interested? I said, sure, and I'd never done it, but there I spent many years in the home area and, uh, you know, bedding, bath, everything. And, and um, Actually, it was bedding and, and bath in the first part, and then I was um, asked to go into management after a while and uh, did that. I was always, you know, helping train people, mm-hmm. training new hires that came in because they saw how I connected with customers and they asked me if I would be open to training others. So I did, and so I, I just... I love people. I love helping people. I love observing because the only way to help coach them is when you observe what behaviors they currently have, and that's how you know how to help them shift to a new behavior. So um, yeah, that's what I did, and, and I you know, took that, and I, I went into a management program, did really well there, and then for the next 10 years, I was uh, moved to another store as a manager because they don't typically keep you in the same store that you kind of grew up in. Right, They right. put you out to pasture to a new location. Because with mm-hmm. your managing the people that you were working with, it's kind of a weird situation. So um, they put you to another store to spread your wings there. And I did very well. Um, I started with, they gave me the home area, which is something they felt I would excel at since this is what I came from. Mm-hmm. And I did. And then they started giving me more and more areas because I was doing well. You know, when you do well in one, let's... Let's spread this around. So I, it kept adding to my repertoire of, of departments. So um, it, it just, it's just something that I really love. So it's, it's never same old, same old when you're working retail. You know, the hours are not something. You've got to be open to working crazy hours if you yes. go into retail. Because, yes. you know, it's a work-life balance. They say there's a work-life balance. It's not really because you don't have your weekends when your friends are off. Your nights right. are not always open. And so it's kind of you know, as I said, a different kind of role that you have to be open to and just say, this is what I'm choosing for this part of my life. Did I think that was going to end? No. I thought that's where I was going to stay for, I mean, 25 years. You don't really think it's changing. At least I didn't um, after such a long period of time. But, you know, like a, like the circle of life, it's a, 
goes into another direction. It keeps going in a circle, but things change along the way, you know. And it's a, the ebb and flow of what life is about. And during that time, you, you mentioned, you know, something about uh, when I got sick. That is during that time while I was with the retail company. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, back in 2013. And mm-hmm. that, that was like a halt, a screeching, screeching halt mm-hmm. to life as I knew it. So that was a, a really devastating time uh, for me. And, uh, you know, when you're used to your, your running around, and, and I did exactly that. I literally ran around in, in retail. I had, as I said, different departments. I was up and down the stairs and the escalator and elevator. I was all over the place just because I had departments all over the store, so I was all over the place. Um, but, you know, God sees what you're doing, and, uh, you know, he sees this is not a good, not a good path for you to, to be on. Right. And, and when you're going and you're not stopping, Sometimes he decides you have to stop. I agree. This isn't, this isn't serving you. Exactly, you know. I agree. And it, this so, name of the show yeah. is called The Movement. The name of the show is called The Movement. Sometimes you have to be still as well. 866-472-5795. So let's talk about the illness for a second. So when it was it sudden? Was it Did it come on gradually and you started to notice and, you know, can you talk about that a little bit when you started to feel physically, I don't know, drained or can you, can you uh, elaborate on that, Renee? Sure. You know, it was actually, it was sudden. It was really sudden. I remember uh, being on the sales floor and, and it was the day before is when I felt sick and, and I went in sick and not the best thing to do, nothing I advise to anybody when you're sick, you stay home and take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. But I went in that specific day because I knew I was the only senior manager closing and I knew I was going to be needed and there was nobody else. It was always this Christmas season. It was December of 2013. Not the time to call out and say, oh, I, you know, my throat hurts. So I didn't. And I went in feeling, feeling sick. And, um, you know, it, it was a long, long day. It was uh, really long hours. It's, as I said, the Christmas time. And I went in with a sore throat. And as the evening was progressing, I felt my fever coming. And I felt my throat getting worse. And I was just, oh, my gosh. And I couldn't go home. I knew that. I knew the other people that were around me were Christmas hires that mm-hmm. were going to be closing the store with me. And I couldn't leave them. Like, there's no way. Right. So, you know, you got to suck it up and just go through it. And I did, and uh, I it was it was <laughs> it was it was pretty pretty brutal. Um, so I remember going home that night, walking out to my car, shivering. I could barely swallow. It was just it was freezing. I mean, it was December, of course, California, but it was still cold for me. I don't know what the right. temperature was, but it was very cold. And I was I went out to my car. It was close to one o'clock in the morning. I literally could not wait to get home and into my bed, and just try to take care of myself. And I got up the next morning, and it was literally like brutal pain in my throat. And I remember going to the urgent care by my house, and, you know, I told him. It was kind of a weird thing to hear, but I said, you know, I feel like I didn't talk very well at that time because my throat was so sore. But when I told her, I said, I feel like I have a sore in my throat instead of like a sore throat. And so she looked. And she said, you do. You actually have a sore in the middle of your throat. I said, that's exactly where I feel it. Mm. And she did a rapid strep test to see if I had strep throat, and I didn't. 
and there was a low-grade fever because there was an infection in my throat. And she had sent me home and told me to gargle and, you know, take some aspirin and everything. And um, that's what it was. So I went home. And the next morning I woke up. And as bad as that throat felt that day, it felt like a hundred times worse. And I remember calling my best friend, who just at the time lived really close to me. And she took me to urgent care the second day. And she said, you know, I felt like it gave birth overnight, this one sore. And it did. So she looks in my throat again. And she said, there are a lot. I said, well, how many are there now? I remember literally saying those words, how many are there now? She looked at me, she said, I'm not going to tell you because you're going to freak out. And I happened to, you know, to know this, this doctor there. And she was right. I totally would have freaked out. But what she did is she told my best friend to take me to um, the emergency room, like immediately. She said, you got to get her to the ER. So that alone told me there's more than just a couple in there because this, this, you know, urgent care doctor, once they go to the ER, ER is like, just go to the doctor. It's go to the emergency room. Like, oh my gosh. Right. So I did freak out inside, even though I never knew how many sores there were. I was, it was enough to tell me that, you know, go to the ER. It's scary enough. So my best friend being the Girl Scout that she was, former Girl Scout, she decides to stop at her house. She picks up extra socks, snacks you know, a blanket, magazines. I'm like, what the heck? Are we going on a picnic? We're going to the flipping ER. And wow. she's like, no, it's, it's, I know it's always going to be a long wait. And, and you know what? She was right. Renee, hold so, on. I'm a, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I want to hold you for a second. We are up against the break. I want you to finish that story. Okay. When we come back from the movement, my, my, my guest is Renee Reich. We will be right back with this fantastic story on the movement right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get 
guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. 866-472-5795 is the show's phone number and email Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes dash the moment dash the movement I should say dot com as well. Please check up on our past episodes and this episode which will be uh, downloaded later today at voiceamerica.com check in on the influencers channel remember the movement is every wednesday at 2 p.m eastern 11 a.m pacific and you can also download this and and this soon to be past episode and many of our past episodes on itunes as well we had a cliffhanger going into the break with my with my fabulous friend renee rice and she was telling us about being ill and her best friend kind of taking care of her so forgive me for interrupting you i hated to do that but i'm going to let you continue so talk about she went and gathered all your what is your almost like a survival kit all the stuff that you needed and everything and kind of kind of pick it up from there renee Okay, yeah, that was a pivotal breaking moment, but that was that was good. So, you know, she she was timing is everything, right, Shannon? Yes, so indeed. She, yeah. So she, you know, she took me to the ER, and yes, I as I was saying, it was uh, we were there for a while, and I remember being wheeled in. They uh, put me on, on, you know, on a gurney, and the doctor, the ER doctor, he looked in my throat, and then of course he starts testing me for all these different illnesses, which I, just uh, incredible, like asking me about all these, you know, things, and he tested me, and, and I'm like, okay, and I, I said, well, well, what is it? And um, he determined at the time, he said it was viral pharyngitis. So if you look it up, it's like, excuse me, I clear my throat, it's like a bachelor throat, but this was something that was just, I I don't want to get too graphic, but I'm going to share just because if anybody out there has ever had anything like this, they know it's the most excruciating pain that one can, I, that I, I can imagine because to give an analogy, and again, I, I mentioned this on my dear friend Tamara Hunter's show, I've never swallowed steak knives, but if you wow. can imagine a really sharp serrated steak knife, that's mm. kind of what it felt like if that's a, a point of, you know, to relate it to, it just was so, so, so painful that I would end up, um, again, without getting extra graphic, but I would, I would end up, um, let me see, I guess I have to just say spitting out my own saliva, um, because it was easier to get rid of it that way than to swallow. You don't realize right. how much you swallow until you have to. You, you right. just take it for granted that we just go through our day and you swallow when you feel like you have to swallow. You don't think about it. It's just, you know, a, a natural thing. But when you do and it's that painful, it's just excruciating pain. You try to get rid of anything that's causing you pain. And, and that was, and I, that was one way I, I did it. The other thing I remember, um, you know, he gave me this, a viscose kind of a 
spray. He put a, a mask over my my face in the ER and sprayed this um, kind of a spray into my throat to numb it. And um, then he gave me some stuff like that to gargle with, but it was so thick that I couldn't gargle. It was kind of making me gag more than able to gargle with it. Um, I, I ended up being, Shannon, and, and this is really a sad thing, but I was a prisoner, like a jail cell. If you can imagine, like you see on those, those shows, like a jail cell slamming down, yes. um, and you're behind the bars for Ugh. the next three and a half months. Wow. I had no voice. I could not be with my family or my friends. So here you take this vivacious gal that just loves people, loves mm-hmm. to talk, loves to interact, and I could do none of that. Wow. So it was, it was just a horrific, scary time for me because I didn't know, I didn't know anything, actually. I knew nothing. I remember looking out of my window every day like a hospital window, mm. and I would see the sunrise and the sunset. I remember, you know, asking my friend, um, I said, you know, I remember, she said, how do you, what do you do when you don't, you know, when I was able to talk, and, and there were days that, you know, you have your ups and downs, she said, you just get up, you shower, and you, and you see how you feel. Well, every day when I was sick, I got up, I showered, and one day was no better than the next. Mm. I did get up, I did shower, I, I even washed and blue dry my hair, I don't know why, there was, but I, I guess I was hoping, the why, I guess, right. is because maybe I was hoping inside that if I felt better, if I looked better, then I would, you know. Feel better. Feel yes, better. absolutely. It, right. it, didn't really, it didn't happen. It didn't work. But I, I kept doing it, hoping that uh, it would, eventually it would work. But I was just so sick. It just, and the only time I was really leaving my, my place at the time was because I kept getting notices from my doctor. She kept. Um, sending me messages that I needed to go for more blood work. At the end of the three and a half months, I think it was a total of, gosh, oh, maybe 20 vials or 21 vials of blood that were drawn because I, I didn't want to get a call from her anymore. I didn't want to get a message from her because I knew it was like back to, you know, get more blood. I was like, how much more can I give? And, you know, I would, she kept testing and testing to why, how did you get this and what was the culprit? And, right. um, she couldn't, and it, it's a virus, so there was no antibiotics because it's a viral infection. You can't say, here, take this magic pill and you'll start feeling better, or just, you know, take this or do that. There was nothing I could do. I remember in the beginning, my mom and my sister-in-law said, you know, take some honey. Well, honey was right. not exactly the thing to do because I, I did it, not because it's because they said it, because right. I'm like, oh, I like honey. That'll coat my throat. That'll feel good. Mm-hmm. But when you put, like, sugar yes, onto that's it. Yep. A, 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 like a like a bloody wound yes. it just makes it more it was the, it was before I went to the ER it was just it was horrible I I was going to go to the roof it was just yeah don't ever do that uh, yeah don't even try it just not a good thing so um, it was it was really devastating to look outside your window and to be a prisoner in your own home and even in your own body to Ugh. just you know yeah God, I'm thinking about it. It was horrible. It was just horrible. So my best friend being my best friend, every day when I would look out that window, there were days that I would hear somebody coming up the driveway. I'd look out and who could possibly be coming up? And it was her. And she would come up. You know, she'd wear a mask because she knew that I was so contagious. I couldn't be with anybody unless I had a mask on. So the only time I went out was to maybe to go to a drugstore to see if there was something I could get. But I literally, I think, went out once or twice within three and a half months, I didn't want to be with anybody because I couldn't be. And I 
felt funny wearing a mask because you don't want people to see you wearing a mask because they right. don't want you even near them. You know, I wouldn't. Right. So I really didn't right. go out. So my best friend, um, he would come up the driveway with, you know, like Gatorade, applesauce, Jello, all things that she knew would be easy for me to eat. And I remember she made chicken for me. I'm, I'm Jewish and I kept kosher at the time. And she made chicken that was kosher in her own home with, you know, to make sure, because she knew I couldn't eat and I couldn't do anything for myself. I wasn't cooking. I wasn't doing anything other than like being in pain. I, you know, I was just so weak. And uh, so she, every day there was, you know, like maybe a few times a week, I would look out there and, and she would be there with, with uh, driving up with her bags. And she always brought People magazine and a Cosmo and something and coloring books. Because when you're coloring, you try to stay inside the lines. You know, you just have to concentrate and it maybe takes your mind off of your own stuff. <laughs> and I had a lot of stuff. So, uh, yeah, it, it really is um, anybody that, that's got, you know, friends out there, really don't ever take anybody for granted because if it were not for her, Honest to God, I don't think I would make it. I really don't. My parents, even though I said earlier in this, you know, in this interview that they were 30, 35 minutes away, but they weren't in a position for me to be down. I couldn't be with anybody. How could I be with them? How could they take right. care of me? The right. last thing you want to do is get your parents who are like at least 25, 30 years older than you and get them sick. Then what? You know, right. you're so sick. You can't be with the public. You're going to be so I couldn't even be with them. So she, my best friend, lived so close that she would come back, and she was working three different jobs, but lo and behold, I'd look out that window, and there she was, coming up the stairs with a mask on to give me food and give me, you know, things to make me feel better and to take care of me in the way that she was able to because she knew the world I was living in was so horrible. And it was her that got me through it. I've got to tell you, between God and my best friend, I got through it. My parents, my mom and I would instant message on AOL back in the day because that's how we were able to communicate. There was no voice. There was literally, and of all things, it's just so ironic. I'm on Voice America right now with my voice, using my voice, hoping yes. and praying to help any, even if it's one soul out there that is right. listening, that hears, oh my God, she did it. You know, whether it's whatever issue you're going through, whether it's, you know, whether it's a weight issue or whether it's something personal to you that it's, it's a, an illness or whatever it is that you're stuck in your own body and you're screaming to get out. Inside, I was screaming. I had no voice to scream to others, but I was screaming inside because I just wanted to get out of the, the situation I was in. And for three and a half months, you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel when one day is no better, if anything, worse than the next. It's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible place to be in. But something I am going to also say is we hear the saying, if God brings you to it, he's going to bring you through it. And he did. I could not have said I could not have said that any better. Last week, Aubrey Haas, who you know, said last week, you know, sometimes you go through these health issues. And again, everybody is different. I'm not trying to put it all in one bucket here, but it doesn't have to be a death sentence. And Aubrey was talking about their brain injury and everything. And you came out and unfortunately, some people are less fortunate, but. Um, that, but that's where the human spirit comes into play, where you are, you find out you're stronger than you think you are, and the support of your family and your friend who you just glowingly talked about there, 
can pull you through a lot of stuff that even science and medicine can't even cure. Sometimes you, it, it just, your, your spirit can just fight through it. So I am so glad you shared that story a little bit. And actually, we're up against the break. God, that went by so quick, Renee. That was awesome. So Renee, so we're going to go into the break. So what I want to do when we come back to the break, I kind of want to talk about how you started to change when you started to become your entrepreneurial self and started and, and talk about your business and, and, and the things that you do. Then we need to talk about the world according to Renee Rice, because every time I look up, you're somewhere else looking fabulous. You're everywhere. I see you at networking events, speaking everywhere because of that, that personality that you have and that, that spirit that you have is so infectious. As I said earlier, um, that's what drew me to you when we, when we met in June back in Los Angeles. So, so in the so when we come back from the break i want you to talk about what you do now how you, how you got into it and and just about all the happenings that's going on with you and how you feel if you can give us a health update now that would be great obviously you're talking to me now but i'd love for you to share that with the movement nation so we will be right back for the final segment of the movement with my guest renee rice right here after this <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795, or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We get Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. That's shannon at shannondhughes-themovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. 
real estate is a people business and creating relationships and maintaining them throughout life a lifetime is the utmost importance to me, says my guest next week on The Movement. Join me next week when my guest, Sonia Figueroa, will stop by and talk about creating relationships with people, how important they are to her, and some of the other fabulous things she does to uplift people health-wise and other and other things in her life. That will be next week on The Movement with my guest, Sonia Figueroa, here on Voice America at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. We are in the final run, the final segment of on the show with my friend Renee Reich. Boy, she really put it on us today with that story. So I just wanted to come out of the break, Renee, and just talk about you were feeling better. So just give us an update. Tell me how that came out, how you came out of it, and how they figured things out and how you're, how you're feeling today. Well, first of all, there, there's a beautiful, and it's a four-letter word, but it's a beautiful four-letter word, and it's L-O-V-E, and that's mm-hmm. the power of love. Yes. And it is really, really strong, and it is really, really beautiful. And having that love and support around me and the love of my family and my best friend to see me through it and to, and to make sure that I was okay. And even when I went back to work, it wasn't like I got better all at once, but when I slowly was well enough to go back to work, my voice didn't come back right away. But I actually went to a vocal therapist. I was in therapy for my voice for, for a while to make my vocal cords stronger because, it, as I said, it doesn't just go away. You're like, okay, you're sick and then you're better. It, you know, three and a half months, it's, it did its damage. I didn't know if I was ever getting my voice back. I mean, right. it was, it could have been forever that I was a mute and I didn't know that because they had to check. I had to go to some specialists to see if it was permanent damage on my vocal cords because of all the sores that were there. So, um, I, I went for a lot of, um, voice therapy and, you know, they started slowly and surely getting stronger and stronger. And I have my voice back. My health is, is great. Um, this was back in 2013. So we're, you know, almost six years later, it's uh, coming on. We'll be with five years right now, but almost six. And uh, it's um, it's good, you know. It's great, and uh, I've been able to do a lot. Um, my my position was, you know, the company went through a restructuring process, and mm-hmm. my position was eliminated. But again, that was God's way of saying there's so much more out there for you to do, and mm-hmm. this is not the place to do it. And right. being on your own is. So even though that was devastating to not be in the job that I had for. You know, it was a career, 25 years. You don't think you're leaving it. You're like, that's what you're doing. And, right. uh, but again, that was, that was a tough thing to lose because it was, it was a loss. It was a loss. And I'm like, what, what am I going to do now? What's going to happen now? And to your point of what did I do after that? So fast forward, here we are. And it was um, 2017 when my position was eliminated. And, well, then, you know, the best friend that took care of me, well, she also left. She she left this, this physical world, and she mm-hmm. is with me every single day. She passed July 19th of 2017, and, you know, mm-hmm. between the loss of the job in February 2017 and the loss of my best friend in July of 2017, and then my dad developed lung cancer December 2017 into February is when he was officially diagnosed. He's still with us, mm-hmm. um, going through chemo. It's been a rough ride, you know, um, Again, if God doesn't bring us through something only to bring us through it, there's, there's a reason. The lesson, which I really want to let your listeners know, in losing my voice, there's got to be a lesson, right? What did I learn? And we have two ears and one mouth. God gave us two ears and one mouth. Listen more. And even though I've been yes. talking a lot during this interview, but when you're with people, to listen more and, and talk less. The listening yes. is the key to helping others. 
I could not have said it any better. Yeah. All right, we got about, we got about four minutes left. I want you to tell people where they can reach out to you and what you do, and also, uh, you know, just leave us with a word if you don't mind. Okay, so I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. You can go to my website. It's Renee360.com, or you can go to ReneeRice.com. Either one will get you there. I'm on CoachTheWorld.com. I'm on Twitter. There's a lot of ways to reach me. I'm so happy to help anybody that, you know, feels they need to reach out or they're afraid to reach out, but don't be afraid because I'm, I'm pretty harmless and it's taking that first step. And yes. I'm, I'm here to help people, to help, you know, share their voice and find their voice the way my best friend really helped me find mine and God did by, by taking me out of life. It's helping me find life. And, and that's really a, a big thing. And, and the words I would leave your listeners with are the words that my best friend always instilled upon me is never give up. Never, ever, ever give up. I don't give up on people. I'm not giving up on myself. And to believe in yourself because I believe in you. And this life was meant to be lived. Life is for the living. And there's a reason we're here. And my purpose is my passion. And mm-hmm. it's to help others. I am now a leadership advisor and coach. Um, I, I can, you know, help whether you're a, a corporation or an entrepreneur struggling. It may take your business to the next level or take yourself to the next level. By using the power of your voice, I can help create, whether it's a company culture or your own, your own entrepreneurship, um, you know, to take it to the next level and have engaged employees and be more engaged in whatever it is you're doing, what you need to do for your own company. I can help you with that. And it's the power of the voice. And your voice is wonderful. So let me just give out that again. So coachtheworld.com forward slash Renee Reich, R-E-I-S-C-H, right? I think I I spelled that correctly. And she is also on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. And I see her all on social media. I kind of joked about that going in the break. But just to see your smile and how you engage with people is exactly why I fell in love with you immediately when we when we got to meet out in Los Angeles. And you sharing your story um, today, I think I know for a fact, has touched some people today, quite a few people as well. And one of the things, Renee, that people say to me all the time that listens to the show, well, when are you going to get higher profile uh, guests on the show, some celebrities? And, I, and I'll say it again every chance I get. If I choose you to be on my show, you are a celebrity. And after that story, you just told the movement and the world. That's exactly what you are. You are a champion. You are a superwoman. I cannot say enough how proud I am to getting to know you and sharing that story with us today. And and just God bless everything you're doing. And um, again, we'll put all this out on social media so people can get a hold of you. You are a credit to your profession and as a human being. And you know, you said the word L-O-V-E. I think the world could use a little bit more of that right now. I'm sure you would agree with that wholeheartedly. So having totally, said that, totally. yes, yeah. I know you would. So, uh, Renee, thank you for being a guest on my show. And I don't mind telling you, I don't care if it is the Internet Reddit. You know, I love you. Thank you for your friendship. And, you know, we uh, we will catch each other down the road. Thank you, Renee, for starting your movement. And thank you for being on mine today. Thank you, Shannon. <laughs> Thank you. And that's it for the movement this week. Next week, join me when my guest will be Sonia Figueroa, um, the real estate uh, person here in Chicago. She's got a story to tell you as well. Remember, if you don't have a movement in your life, you're not going to be going anywhere inside and out. As you heard Renee say today, take care. I love you all. There's nothing you can do about it. 
See you next week on The Movement, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Go to the Influencers channel to listen to the wonderful replay of this episode and the past episodes and go to iTunes as well. Shannon D. Hughes, thank you very much. And you have just been part of The Movement. Take care. Thank you for joining us for The Movement. Your host, Shannon D. Hughes, invites you to tune in again for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.